0: Lord, what a blessing to know that we will fly away. My God. Can the church say amen? amen? Can the church say praise the Lord? Praise the Lord. Can the church say hallelujah? hallelujah? What a blessing to be here today. Amen. To know that one day when this life is over, life. and this life is going to be over one day, yes, we can fly away and be fly at rest, My God. knowing that God has, will reward us for all of our faithful living. What a blessing today in Jesus' name. We thank God for being here today. We give God all the glory, the honor, and the praise, and thank Him for one more day to sing and to praise of His holy name. Thank God for Sister Greer on the piano today, and for Brother David, and for all of you being here. Thank God for Dr. McGrew being here, and Brother McGrew. Thank them for their presence today, and for all of you who are here today, because you've been blessed by the worship experience. I want to invite your attention to the Word of God today, Isaiah chapter 40, as we continue on our theme through the book of John, the Christian experience. Isaiah chapter 40, we're going to begin reading at verse 1. When you find it, say amen. Amen. Isaiah 40, beginning at verse 1, we read the New King James Version. It reads, Comfort, yes, comfort my people, says your God. Speak comfort to Jerusalem and cry out to her that a warfare is ended." That her iniquity is pardoned, for she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be exalted, every mountain and hill brought low. The crooked places shall be made straight, and the rough places smooth. The glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and our flesh shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. For New Testament Scripture today, we're going to look at the Gospel of St. John, chapter 10. Amen. We're moving on. Amen. John's Gospel, chapter 10. We're going to begin reading at verse 1, verses 1 through 10. When you find it, say amen. John's Gospel, chapter 10, and verse 1, we read a very familiar passage, and it reads, Most assuredly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs up some other way, the same is a thief. Jesus uses illustration, but they did not understand the thing which he spoke to them. Then Jesus said to them again, "Most assuredly I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief does not come except to steal." And to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life. And that they may have it more abundantly. This morning I want to share with us briefly from the subject the christening experience. Jesus is the real shepherd. Jesus is the real shepherd. Let us pray. Kindly follow we Thank you Lord. Thank you Lord for this beautiful day. A day that you have given to us Lord and we give you thanks and praise. We thank you for all your goodness and all your favor and all the blessings in our lives that come from you, Lord. Thank you, we can't give you all that you deserve, but we can say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for all your goodness and your favor in our lives. We pray that, Lord, that we will live lives worthy of your great name today. Thank you, Lord, for your word, that your word will go forth today, that it might be a blessing to your people who hear and apply to our lives. I pray, oh Lord, that you will bless me, your servant. Bless you. That I will share your word, Lord. Yes. Let your word go forth today in a mighty way in the name of Jesus Christ. Have your way. Yes. Rule and super rule Shadydale, Lord. Yes. Right. Not just today, but every day, Lord. That even those who pass by might want to come in, Lord, and live their lives for you, Lord. Yes. Yes. Before it's a time and everlasting too late. That we want to be ready when you come back, Lord. Help us today, Lord, to yes. as we share your word. And we give you thanks and praise. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ we do pray. Amen. You may be seated. Yes our subject today is the Christian experience Jesus is the real shepherd Jesus is the real shepherd each time we share from this theme and we've been sharing from this theme for some time now but I still want us to reflect on our daily lives to realize that the things we do and the things we say, the places we go and the people we meet, that we realize that Jesus is the Christ the son of God because the most important word in this theme is the word Christian Christian because it should cause us to realize that Jesus was, that we should be Christ-like Mama. in the way we live our lives every day. Amen. Not just Sunday morning, showing up here. But no matter where we are, the old song where they say, on the land or the sea, wherever I be, Amen. Jesus is all I need. Yes, I want us to know that, that Christ should be living in our hearts Amen. every day. Amen. This is just not something we perform on Sunday, but that we live it every day. We're not showing off to our friends and our neighbors, but that Christ lives within us, yes. whether we're around friends or nobody else is around, that we are living a Christ-like lifestyle. I want us to know Christ as our Lord and personal Savior, yeah. Norm him in our own hearts, Norm him for ourselves, that we're not depending on our grandmother's religion. Because, you know, grandmama's not going to be, be around forever. God, but when we live for Christ ourselves, we know for ourselves. We have a real experience with Jesus Christ. Our subject is the Christian experience. Jesus is the real shepherd. And as we look at our Old Testament passage Scripture in Isaiah, each time I read it, I, I get excited because I know that God has a plan for our lives. And this is a vision for God's plan for mankind. It says in Isaiah 40 in verse 1, Comfort, yes, comfort my people, says your God. Speak comfort to Jerusalem and cry out to her that her warfare is ended, that her iniquity is pardoned, but she is received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. See, God's plan was that your sins be forgiven. He did not intend for you to live in sin every day and be bound by the power of sin. See, sin is a powerful thing. Sin destroys. Sin bounds. Sin is like shackles on you. As one of my professors said in seminary, he said, God came to set you free from the jailhouse of sin Amen. so that those gates would open wide and you wouldn't have to be bound by sin anymore. Oh my God, help me. You would be set free to new life in Christ Jesus. Amen. We're talking about that the, the Jesus is the real shepherd and the Bible goes on to say in Isaiah 40 it said, the voice of one crying in the wilderness prepare the way of the Lord make straight in the desert a highway for our God see the, my job as a believer and the pastor is to share the gospel so that you might hear and accept Christ no matter where you are on your journey you don't have to reach a certain point to start living for Christ you can start right now no matter where you are on this journey you can live for Christ and start living today Amen. accepting him as your Lord and Savior So I need to cry aloud and spare not and share this gospel, no matter where I am or what's going on, to make straight in the desert a highway for our God. In other words, let God in your life. Don't keep putting them off or putting them away or saying, I'll do it tomorrow or I'll do it some other day. Tomorrow is not promised to you. You need to live for Christ right now. It says every valley shall be exalted. Every mountain and hill brought low. See, there will be troubles in this journey. It's not because you become a Christian and because you came to Shady the other day. don't mean that your life is going to be easy. My God. Yeah. There will be mountains and there, there will be valleys. Mm-hmm. Times when you're on top of the world and you feel like nothing is impossible. Then you've got to come down off that mountain mm-hmm. and live in the real world and, and you're going through the valley. Uh-huh, yeah. And I don't know how long you're going to go through the valley, but however long it is, hold on to God's unchanging hand. And it says, the crooked places shall be made straight. Uh-huh. Has there been a time in your life where you didn't know what to do? Yeah. I've been in times in my life I didn't know what to do. That's right. But the Bible says, stand still yeah. and know that I yeah. am God. Just because you're in a crooked place or you don't know what to do. Don't mean you need to do the wrong thing. Right. Sometimes yeah. the best thing to do is to stand still and wait on God. Amen. Wait on the Lord and yeah. be of good courage and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say on the Lord. And it says, the rough places shall be made smooth. See, when you're going through rough places, hold on to God. You can't hold on to these rocky, rough and rocky places. Your hand will get torn up. Your body will get torn up. Sometimes we worry about the crooked places. And I want you to know that no, don't worry about the crooked places. Trust in God. Everybody goes through hard times. No matter who you are, the preacher goes through hard times. The pastor go through hard times. The, the, the deacon go through hard times. The Bible says he reigns on the just and the unjust. Everybody goes through hard times. But as my, old, my former pastor used to say, like everything goes better with Coca-Cola. Everything goes better with Jesus Christ. Whatever you're going through, go through it with Jesus. With Jesus on our side, things will work out fine. If we hold on to God's unchanging hand. I'm talking about the real shepherd today. Then it said, the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. And all flesh shall see it together for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Amen. What I love about Jesus Christ is when I'm going through the, the rough places. When I'm going through the crooked places and I'm on the mountain and then through the valleys. Whatever I'm going through I know that God is going to be glorified. Amen. After the storm clouds have passed over. God is going to be glorified. After you've been through the midnight, God is going to be glorified. So don't worry about these things. The Bible says, cast what? All of your cares upon him, for he cares for you. And if God cares for you, he's going to bring you out. He's going to bring you through, no matter what it may be. The glory of the Lord shall be revealed and our flesh shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Whatever God has said, trust in it. If he said he's going to bring you out, he's going to bring you out. Yeah. It may not be today. It may not be tomorrow, but God will bring you out. Amen. So trust in him and believe in him and know that God will see you through. We're preaching for the gospel of St. John. John's gospel was written that we might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the son of God. All right. We know that God was born and we, we celebrate the Christmas story. Mm-hmm. We also celebrate the Easter story. Because God was, was in Christ Jesus. He was God himself. He was God who came to save men from their sins. And we believe that he was God. The Bible says that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever would believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. That's the, the true message of the gospel of Jesus Christ. That we might believe in him and trust in him and have eternal life. He is the real shepherd. And and throughout this life, we hear all kinds of false doctrines and false teaching that he was just a good man or a good prophet. But I want us today to believe that he was the Christ, the Son of God. And by believing in him, we have the forgiveness of sins and we have eternal life. And throughout the preaching of this gospel, I hope that you have been challenged to believe in him. To know that you have received him in your heart. And whatever he did, he did it for your edification. You might have eternal life. Amen. And now we have reached John's Gospel, chapter 10. One of my favorite passages in the Gospel of John. Talking about Jesus as the shepherd. The shepherd. The shepherd. And today the subject is the Christian experience. Jesus is the real shepherd. Mm-hmm. And through this life we hear so many different doctrines. You know, I I I, I work at the University of Houston. And, it's, and, about, and it is often said that University of Houston is one of the most diverse campuses in the country. And I've met so many different people with so many different faiths and different religions. And they share you know, with me what they believe, and I share with them what I believe. And it's important to know the real shepherd, uh-huh. to know him for yourself, because if you believe everything everybody tells you, you don't know where you're going to end up in life. Your heart and your mind will be confused because, you know, I had one person say, you know, I just take all the best of the world religions and try to mix them all together. How confused that, that your life would be if you try to take, you know, a little bit from here and a little bit from there. But I want you today to know that Jesus is the real shepherd. And trust and believe in him. Put your life in his hands. He'll guide you safely, as my mother used to say, all the way from earth to glory. Right. He's a mighty good leader all the way. Yes, he is. Today we want to talk about Jesus is the real shepherd. Mm-hmm. There are three things in this passage of scripture today in John chapter 10, verses 1 through 10, that I want us to reflect on right. as we come to grips with realizing that Jesus is the real shepherd. Mm-hmm. Look at John chapter 10. The first thing I want us to understand today is that there, there is real and there is wrong. There is real and there is wrong. Look at John chapter 10 and verse 1. It says, most assuredly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him, the doorkeeper opens and the sheep hear his voice and he calls them. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. See, I want us to realize that there is a real thing and there's a wrong thing. Mm-hmm. And in life, you and I are challenged to make sure that we can tell the difference between what's real Amen. and what's wrong. That's right. In the Christian life, we need to always be looking at what's real and what's wrong. Uh-huh. Because one day we're going to stand before God. That's right. And I want us to understand what's real mm-hmm. and what's wrong. And in this scripture, and I saw it more this time than ever before. You know, throughout our lives, we read the Bible. You know, John is a very familiar passage in scripture. But reading this tower, I believe that Jesus wants us to understand that there is something that's real. There's something that's wrong. Look what Jesus said. He said, most assuredly, in other words, I'm confident in this. He who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. Now think about that for a moment. You ever seen somebody who live in a certain house? They have their keys. They go through the front door. Right. Have you ever seen a robber trying to get in the house? My God, he don't me. use the keys. He's trying to break the window. Trying to pry the door open. There's a huge difference there. And I want us to realize that there is something that's real. And there's something that's wrong. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Think about that in your Christian life. There are things that are real. There are things that are wrong. And that's what we often hear. The Bible is right. There's somebody wrong. Wrong. We're talking about the real shepherd today. And Jesus wants us to understand without a shadow of a doubt that I am the real shepherd. I don't need to sneak into the sheepfold. I go into the front door. I don't worry about who sees me going in. That's it. This is my house. And I'm right. Now we need to understand that as a believer in our Christian journey what's real and what's wrong so Jesus goes on to say but he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep Mm -hmm. to him the doorkeeper opens and the sheep hear his voice and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out in other words there's no shame in his game he ain't worried about who see him going in and out because he's the real shepherd and I want us to believe in the real shepherd today all these fake shepherds that go around trying to talk about who, who they are and how big they are and how much money they have and how much prestige they have. Help me, help us, Lord. Jesus had to brag too much. No, he didn't. He just said, "I'm the shepherd. I got the keys, and I'm going through the front door." Come on now. And in your life, you got to wonder about it. Then you need to make sure you understand who's real and who's wrong. Look at Isaiah 40. Back to our scripture. I text in verse 10 and 11. We see that there's a real and there's a wrong. It says in verse 10 in Isaiah 40, it says, Behold, the Lord shall come with a strong hand, and his arms shall rule for him. Behold, his reward is with him, and his work before him. He will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs with his arms and carry them in his bosom and gently lead those who are with him. Oh, as Jesus, he's the real shepherd. He's not trying to deceive anybody. Mm -hmm. He's not trying to pull the wool over your eyes. He's not trying to deceive you. He is the real shepherd. And we need to know there's a wrong shepherd. Mm -hmm. People out there doing all kinds of things, tricks and deceit and manipulation. Mm -hmm. We need to understand that there's real and there is wrong. We're talking today about the Christian experience. Jesus is the real shepherd. The second thing I want to see today is know the real from the wrong. All right. Look at John 10 and verse 4. It says, and when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them and the sheep follow him for they know his voice. Right. Yet they will by no means follow a stranger, but will flee from him for they do not know the voice of strangers. Amen. Jesus used this illustration, but they did not understand the things which he spoke to them. See, as believers, we have a challenge to know the real from the wrong. We don't want to go through life wondering whether we're right or not. We can know in our hearts that we know who Jesus is. Not because grandmama saying, but because I know for myself. See, if your religion is based on what grandmama said, you might have missed a few words. You might have been nodding off in the, in the middle of the story. But if you know Jesus Christ for yourself, Nobody has to tell you whether Jesus is right or not. You know it in your heart. You have a witness within you that knows Jesus Christ because his spirit lives within you. Mm -hmm. He can tell you, no, that's not right. right. No, you don't need to do that. No, you don't need to go there. But listen and know what his spirit is saying. Look what the scripture says. And when he he brings out his own sheep, Mm -hmm. he goes before them and his own sheep follow him. For they what? They know his voice. It's like when you hear your mama calling you. You know your mama's voice from everybody else's voice. And if you keep on calling you ignore it, you're going to know, you're going to wish you knew that voice. Well, the same is true with Christ. When he calls you by your own name, follow him. Go wherever he leads you. He's leading you in the right path. That's right. It says, yet they will by no means follow a stranger, but will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. We need to be able to recognize and know for ourselves the difference between what's real and what's wrong. Look at Jeremiah 24 with me. We need to recognize the real from the wrong. Jeremiah chapter 24, and just reading verse 10. I'm sorry, verse 7. Jeremiah 24 and verse 7. It says, Then I will give them a heart to know me, mm-hmm. that I am the Lord, and they shall be my people. And I will be their God, for they shall return to me with their whole heart. My God. See, we can know God. Amen. We can know him. This is, this is part of God's plan for our lives, mm-hmm. that we know him. Not based on superficial things, but knowing him in our hearts. See, when you know him in your heart, you don't need the book. (laughs) You don't need to have to carry the book anymore. Because it's within you. It's living within you. That's what you need to know. You need to have this no-soul salvation. Knowing God for yourself. We're talking about the Christian experience. Jesus is the real shepherd. The third thing and the last thing today recognize the real from the wrong let's look at verse 7 john 7 john chapter 10 verse 7 says then jesus said to them again most assuredly i say to you i am the door of the sheep all whoever came before me are thieves and robbers but the sheep did not hear them i am the door if anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief does not come except to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and they may have it more abundantly. So we need to recognize the real from the wrong. And as I was reading this and preparing, I said, you know, what, what, what is the recognition point here? See, for me reading this, the recognition is what gives me life? And what destroys my life? You know, if someone says, well, let's go out and party and have some fun. And then you realize, you know, after you party and you have fun, you know, you, you don't re- realize, you don't remember everything you did. Your friends have stolen your wallet and you can't find your cell phone because you've done something that destroyed. But what about what brings life? If you do something that makes you feel good and you want to go and do it again, and you're saying like, "Well, I really enjoyed being there. It gave me life. It gave me hope. It gave me purpose." That's how you recognize the wrong from the real. And so Jesus says it here again. In other words, He didn't want you to miss this point. So He says it again. I am the door of the sheep. All who ever came before me are thieves. And in other words, they're trying to take away from your life. Take away your identity. Take away who you are. Take away what's important. And then it says, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved. And we'll, be, we'll go in and out and find path. In other words, there's freedom in Christ. Not bondage in Christ. There's liberty. The Bible says, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. In other words, you can do what you want to do in Christ Jesus Amen. because he sets you free. Amen. You're not, you don't feel like you're doing it just to please the pastor, not doing it just to please the choir, Amen. but you're doing it to please God. And when you're doing it to please God, there's liberty, there's strength, there's reaffirmation because you're set free in Christ. And then he says this very familiar passage of scripture. Mm-hmm. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. Ain't that what the devil does? Yes, he does? All your life. You've never seen the devil do anything that helped anybody. No, no. It might have made you feel good for a while. The Bible says the pleasures of sin last for a season. Yeah. But all after that season is over. The destruction that begins to show up. The Bible says in another place, the wages of sin is death. Oh, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. He goes on to say, Mm -hmm. I have come Mm -hmm. that they may have life Life and that they may have it more abundantly. Look at the difference right there. Mm -hmm. See, God gives you things that give you life. And I want us to recognize that. Mm -hmm. In your friendships, in your relationships, in the things that you do, is it giving you life? Mm -hmm. Or is it stealing life away from you? Mm -hmm. You know, do you have peace of mind with your friends that you have? The People you know, the things you do. Uh, you know, it's like, you know, having a, a, a bad job. You get up in the morning, you hate to go to work every day. Because it's like it's stealing away from your joy and your peace. But if you, have, if you love to go to work, you get up early. You're bouncing out of the shower. Ready to get there. That's how Christ wants you to live your life in him whereby you love serving God. Because what the joy of the Lord is our strength. And it strengthens us and it gives us peace of mind. The Bible says the peace of God surpasses all human understanding. That's what we want in this life. So as we bring this scripture to a close, this message to a close, let's look at Proverbs 14, another familiar scripture. One that we've heard many times in our lives, but I just want to read today. Proverbs 14 beginning in verse 11. It says the house of the wicked shall be overthrown. But the tent of the upright will flourish. There is a way that seems right to a man. But its end is the way of death. I want to recognize today the real from the wrong. Because if it's real it's going to last. It's going to bring you over the mountain and through the valley. But if it's wrong... It might look good. They say anything that looks too good to be true, it probably is. Because in the end, it's going to bring death and destruction and misery and strife. But if you recognize the real from the wrong, it'll add joy and peace to your life. That's what I want us to have today as we believe in the word of God. The Christian experience, Jesus is the real shepherd. Let us stand.